Welcome, everybody. It is July 17th. I don't know if this podcast will exist around Halloween, so I just wanted to use that song. And also, I wanted to remind everybody that there's only about three and a half months till Halloween, so start getting your costumes picked out. Oh, wait, no, two and a half months till Halloween. Yeah. So. Wow, got to get that plug in early. Make sure that you're all prepared. Yeah, Albright, I think I think we should go Star Wars as a department this year. Does that mean that Hammond is chewy? Hammond was Hopper, and then he, and before that he was Hagrid. So yes, he has to be <laughs> that is, it when we come up with our idea and then inform him what his role is. That yeah. is Alex Mitch Hammond. When we came, when I when I was I made a. Essentially, every year I make a grid. As of we started this two years ago, uh-huh. um, Mr. Cole appointed me the Halloween czar of the Humanities Department, which so, is awesome. Um, every year I make a grid, and Albright and I usually fill out like ten or twelve ideas we have of the like eighteen people in our department. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and Hammond, before anything, like the minute he hears it's Harry Potter, he comes into my room, looks at us, and he's like, "I'm Hagrid, right?" And he looked, he looked so annoyed about it. And Albright was like, yes. That's great. That's pretty funny. That's just incredible. And he was like so down to do it, but also so annoyed. It was like simultaneous. I mean, so the only wore, thing that would be like better than Chewy would be if we made him Jar Jar. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> Then who, I don't know who, who I would be. Wait, Mr. Padme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am Padme according to the personality test. Yeah. Well, anyway. We have to let McArdle be Skywalker. Yeah, he has to be Luke. Um, I, I mean, let's be honest. It's all over <laughs> way, so just random name generated. It doesn't really matter that much. What? Star Wars. Star Wars sucks. <laughs> Oh, God, we're done with you. Mitch, stop talking. Please. All right. McCart- Before we lose McArdle as a listener, um, <laughs> let's let's take it over to the Would You Rather because there's a higher likelihood Alex is prepared than Mitch. And this is going to be a good one for Albright Uh-oh. because it is superhero-based. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Oh, wow. Spider-Man. Hot take. No. Yeah, Batman. Batman's rich. That's all you need in America. <laughs> you are fired. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you are you are in a different form tonight. Dude, um, I am loving this. Okay, wait. So, Albright, I I gotta challenge you though, because Batman, you're wealthy. You don't have. Batman to have, has no powers. You Batman is not. You don't have to have your really Uncle Ben get shot. A superhero. That no, but your really parents do. All oh, I'm I saying... I forgot about that. All I'm saying is Superman could land on Earth today and still not be as powerful as Jeff Bezos. Like, I'm not even kidding when I say that. Like, <laughs> think about it. Okay, seriously, he's fired. Can we kick him off? All right, Let's I'm not wrong. You can't tell <laughs> me I'm wrong. Like, I'm 100% Mitch. serious when I say that. Mitch, you you are not where you need to be right now. <laughs> 100 Mitch, your, your argument is, like, probably a little bit logical. 
but I still have no, 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 there. no, no. Let me lay this out for you, bit by bit. No, me... it's a horrible argument. Nobody wants to hear it. Yes, we oh. get it. He's rich, and then he can buy stuff, and then Superman's just like strong. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's actually Spider-Man. I said the wrong one, but so wait, what? Wait, or did you say super? I heard Spider-Man. Is it Superman? I heard Spider-Man. S- Spider-Man or. That's what I'm saying. Spider-Man 1000%. No, okay. Yes, Spider-Man actually has powers and he's way cooler. So so let's let's assume that Batman's net worth is somewhere around $20 billion, right? He's a pretty... Batman has no actual powers. He's a pretty... All right, hear me out. I don't want to. (laughs) If if you're picking one or the other, that means they both have to exist in the same time frame. Let's so let's just say they both exist on Earth, right? Spider Man <laughs> comes down, shows up on Earth. Batman's already here because he's a normal human. No, right? Spider Man does not come down and show up on Earth. That's not his origin story. What I know it's not his origin story. He gets bit by a fancy little spider, whatever. So, um, <laughs> this is my point, though. I'm getting there to it. So, Spider Man, no, you're not. <laughs> Spider Man, yes, I am. Spider Man becomes. Um, when he actually becomes Spider-Man, right? He shows up. Batman is going to see this. Batman's going to have $20 billion. $20 billion is more than enough to get Spider-Man, take him in, figure out what made him Spider-Man, and then you're Spider-Man yourself, plus you're a billionaire. Like, that 100% could happen. That was a completely stupid argument. That's completely valid. So you want to be Batman because he could buy and copy other people's superpowers as opposed to be an original thing himself? One million percent. And you could even make oh, them better. Oh, that's lame, Mitch. You lame. could even make them better. All lame. right. All right. I would rather make a better version than the original. They're not fighting each other, dude. Would you personally rather be something that has powers or not? I want the one with more power and more powers, more money. No, powers. Yeah, powers, plural, money, and then whatever you buy off other people. No. Can we vote him out? (laughs) Where's Bodwin? Did Bodwin just quit? No, I'm here. Um, Bodwin definitely just like mentioned. You sound so just. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just. just Wait, Bodwin, what do you think? Batman versus Spider Man? I don't want to argue with Mitch. He's being annoying. Uh, I'm I'm so Spider Man. The thing is, I'm not even trying to be annoying right now. Like, that is a complete... Mitch, I asked for Bodwin's date. <laughs> no, but you're like, you said I was being annoying. I'm not being annoying. Now he's talking again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mitch, I support you um, in being yourself. Um, and I'm going to side with you on this one. <laughs> really? Why? I... Ultimately, I not because of the reasons Mitch said. I just think that Batman is cooler. Man, Batman's got some issues. He does, but don't like, we all deep, I mean, deep issues? But don't we all? That's a great argument. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I mean, don't we all? If but, he had yeah. no actual superpowers, yeah. What's the point of being a superhero if you don't have powers? You know, like he just chooses to be a vigilante because his city is a complete disaster. Like it's such a disaster that both of his parents were murdered. Like that, like actually kill bad people. Like don't just leave him alive if you're going to be a vigilante. I just think he's really cool, though. I don't know. But why? 
Why? Because he talks cool and you never know what he looks like? Yeah, because he talks like, he talks like this. And I just, Only in one iteration. Yeah, but I, I think that's kind of cool. And you know that Michael Keaton just signed up to do like a whole bunch more Batman movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never seen a Batman movie with him in it, but I'd be You've never seen the original Batmans? No, I've just seen the Christian Bale ones. Oh, for also, isn't the new? You've Batman never seen the one where the Jack Nicholson Twilight? plays the Joker. No, Heath Ledger's my only Joker. Oh my god! Forbes estimates oh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker is so good. You know what I love? Forbes took the time to actually answer all the questions that I had about Batman. <sighs> wow! Like his net worth, nine point two billion. The annual um, yeah. revenue of the Bruce Wayne Enterprises is approximately $31.3 billion. Well, I lonely I have a questions for you. and sad. Mitch, just a few questions to start you off. Okay. Um, what did he get bitten by? Batman or Spider-Man? Batman. Batman? Nothing. Um, why did he choose wait wait why did he choose the bat hold on what radioactive anything did he touch or fall into or come in contact with nothing he's not a superhero no but he's a really rich dude that's more powerful than one that's my entire argument you it's lame fine be what you want but you can be the lamer guy Oh, he's definitely lamer, but he's more powerful. And I'm going with that. All right, so we need a tie break. I'll, I'll ask Emily on this one. I'll put the phone right up to her so she can make her podcast debut. She'll be thrilled. Hey, question for you. I'm going to put the phone up. Oh, nope. She's walking away. Um, <laughs> all right, so... Batman or Spider-Man? Would you? Which one would you rather be? Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. All right, yeah. Spider-Man. Thank you, Emily. No, if I can make an argument. No, you can't. No, Mitch, you can't. You lost. You already made your argument. Plural. <laughs> Well, Mitch, we got beat on that one. Can I be honest right now? You all made me so mad the first episode I was back. That was just complete payback, and I am so happy. I am (laughs) so happy. That you proved yourself lame? (laughs) Mitch, I got to say, I enjoyed the brief not having to edit podcasts thing that happened when you guys weren't on. But overall, I missed I missed podding with you guys, and uh, <laughs> you you are yeah. very much bringing your distinct self that we all know and love. Thank you, thank you. Also, thank can you. I bring something up about Mitchell? You said you didn't want to take the money from the lottery, but now you're taking the Batman money. Well, yeah. Last I checked, Spider Man wasn't living longer. Dude, be consistent. So, I thought naturally it'd be. Um, you know, just the the most logical thing to do to move over to a rankum, um, which is why we're doing a story I'm time. Down for a rankum. That's why we're doing a story time. 
because we can't do logical things on this on uh, my segment of the podcast. It just that's that's, that's not how we operate over here. Um, right. so I thought that one thing um that's pretty uh pretty interesting that everyone seems to always have um fun little tales about is their first car. Um, and I know I want to go around and do a little round table here and a little bit of a story time and hear your favorite story or just a story that you think you want to tell about your first car. Um, and I want either Bodwin or Albright to kick it off. Cause I think you both have good ones. Albright, you want to go? No, nah, you can go first. All right. Um, yeah. So my first car was a Dodge Neon. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. So I drove like my brother. I drove my brother's cars a few times, but yeah, my so my first ever car was a Dodge Neon. Had a spoiler on the back. Hey, mine too. And uh, and yeah, so that was it was fun. Um, I it was real cheap. It broke down several times. Um. There was one time when I was trying to bring a girl I was dating to a nice restaurant downtown and it broke down. Um, and I think my parents had to pick us up. I don't remember exactly what happened, uh, but it wasn't quite as, it wasn't quite the impressive night I was going for. (laughs) Um, I think, I think it was junior year and I was trying to take her to Trattoria Delia downtown. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't always the most reliable car. Um, I I then had a, I don't even remember, I think, I think a Ford Focus maybe after that. And then the Chevy S10 was like the car I had, in, or the truck I had in college, which was awesome. But yeah, I Dodge Neon, man, it, it was rough. It didn't always get you where you needed to be, but it had a lot of character. Um, and I had a spoiler on the back, so that's mine. <laughs> I had a like blue green colored Mitsubishi Mirage, which also had a spoiler on the back that we paid, I think, twelve hundred bucks for, and I drove it for six years, so I totally got my money out of it. That is a good um, investment. Oh wow, yeah, there you go. Well, except for the part where, like, if my dad hadn't been my mechanic, I definitely would not have gotten my money out of it. Um, it's most annoying feature was that every time you hit a bump, the glove box fell open and like one would think, why wouldn't you just leave it open? I don't know. For some reason, I always felt the need to close it. So, you know, like bump open, slam it shut, bump open, slam it shut. (laughs) Um, you had to travel with a case of oil because it leaked. Um, the front windows did not go down. It had electric windows. Um, and I went through one whole summer with the front windows not going down and the air conditioner belt squealed <laughs> so loud that if you turned it on, like everybody on the sidewalk would turn and look when you went by. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and when we went to fix it, it turned out that it was because there wasn't any motor in it, actually. There was just a block of wood that somebody stuck in there to hold the window up. Um, the electronic brain, which I didn't know was a thing that a car has died one time. Uh, my grandfather had to tow me with the tractor back to the house so that my dad could fix it. Um, well and I kept driving all the way through college. And I think probably the most 
frustrating one for my dad was when I got out of work at midnight and was in the parking lot at the inn at Essex alone and the car wouldn't start. And I called him and I was like, dad, car won't start. And he was like, I'm an hour away. What do you want me to do about it? And I was like, I don't know. Come get me. Um, and he I, did? Uh, I, you know, I don't remember if he did. I kind of think there's a possibility my manager drove me home and he came up the next day to fix it. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> so I don't, I, it wasn't like once, right? It was just this like constant saga of like, what's wrong with it now? <laughs> All right. You know that thing that we, when we kind of blame like Champlain's problems on you? <laughs> All I'm saying is you were driving around spitting oil out left and right into the environment. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> I yeah, definitely heck. was doing that. There's something to it. No, but you know what? Your first car is supposed to do that stuff. It builds character. Swear to goodness. Builds character. You gotta love it. Alex, you up? I mean, <clears throat> I don't have very many like, stories about my car that are like, that would be very impressive or like, some huge obstacle that I had to overcome. I think the worst thing that happened, the, the weirdest thing like right off when I bought it was that the, I have like little knobs that adjust like, um, the, like the base and the treble in the car and like you push it in, they pop out and then you twist it to adjust it. And if they're not tuned like a specific way, the like parts of my car will like rattle weird. <laughs> but that was like easily fixed just because I tuned it the right way. And then the only other thing that's, like, happened to my car is I've had to jumpstart it once, and that was, like, my fault because I accidentally left my lights on during a soccer game. That's, yeah. The other, first... other than that, the Volvo S60 is, like, has been reliable, like, ever since, so. That's all. The first jumpstart is always a, uh, a memorable um, experience, but, yeah, that's fair. All right. So if you know me, you know, I'm pretty fond of my little car. Um, and I drive yes. a 2008 Honda Civic hybrid since I've got Look, you drive a garbage, a garbage disposal on wheels with all the crap in there. <laughs> okay. In my defense, I literally regularly go three to four nights just without going home because like of my work schedule combined with living as far away as I do. I kind of have to like carry a lot of stuff in my car. Um, so I'm always prepared with whenever I need something. It just, it doesn't look too pretty, but yeah, but it gets completely cleaned it out and I was really proud of you. And then like two days later, I couldn't see the floor anymore. Again, I have because in those two days, I needed a bathing suit, a sweatshirt, sweatpants, a change of shoes, and shorts that I didn't have in my car. And apparently, a lot of gas station snacks. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. There so many nerd rope wrappers in there. It was unreal. I hate nerd ropes. I mean, those are tasty. I like my driving munchies, man. Like, if, if I'm driving along and I get hungry, I just want to reach guy, into the like, passenger seat and find something. Dude, just get yourself, like, a small car trash can. Alex, I would literally go through it twice a day. <laughs> I don't know why you would just keep all that stuff in your car like, at, at that higher rate. Because I like it. But hey, you, man. that's his story, and he's sticking to it. But anyways, so... The party sieve, 
as we affectionately refer to her as, um, has had quite a journey. Um, since I've had her, I've put 60,000 miles in that's with the, you know, the quarantine that we've had, but I put 60,000 miles on it since the sophomore year. Um, That's a good chunk. That's a good chunk. Um, and she gets 45 miles to the gallon. Gotta love that. Um, and my car does not have a ton of power. Um, but what it lacks in muscle, it makes up for in heart. Um, <laughs> and, and um, it's famously known for really taking its time to get up hills. Um, but I've got a lot of stories with that thing. Um, it's only broken down on me once, and when it did, it was spectacular. It destroyed, it like shattered this my CV joint like a grenade, which if you don't know, it's the part that connects your transmission to the engine. And I mean, it just blew the thing up right in the middle of Main Street. Everybody turned and looked. It was incredible. I felt like I, well, I needed an applause afterwards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that car has taken me everywhere. Point A to point B. It's survived. Like it's never needed to be towed. Um, the battery, my battery, in my car cannot die. Like, for example, like you just um, jinxed it. No, no. Like literally last weekend we were out camping. Um, and we needed a lot of light. So we left up on the, the battery until, or my lights until they shut off. Then I just flicked it out, took my key out of the ignition, give it like five minutes. Car starts right up. It's done that to me at least 10 times where I just have like needed lights in certain situations or forgotten that they were on. And you just take it out, give it five minutes. Somehow or another, the thing has this little backup that charges itself up and it just can't die. Um, so that makes it real nice. Never have to worry about getting stranded. It's reliable. Um, survived ditches. It's been hit by someone in a parking lot. Pulled the dent out with a plunger. Um, yeah, like that car is, um, it's gone. It's, um, when I, at the sophomore year, when we were in the baseball championship game, somebody decided it was a good idea to park me in a spot where the only way out was to back out over a curb. I was in between two Jeeps thing bottomed out the whole way. I heard the crunches and bumps and it didn't even leave a scratch. Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> I mean. Odds that, aren't good. <laughs> hmm? But, but this, this is this is fantastic. Like, I love my car. The party sieve has served its purpose. Wow. That I mean, we should probably have gotten Russ on here to talk about his car. But in the absence oh, of that, gosh. those are some pretty good uh, car bits. Now, I have a uh, I have a quick little segment here. I'm going to call it Embrace the Bait. Um, and I want to know, for all of you lemonade enthusiasts out there, pink lemonade or regular lemonade? Ooh. Pink. That's – that's no, no, regular, regular. You know why? I, I'm with Albright on pink. I'll always go for pink lemonade if it's offered up. Yep. No, I'm a regular lemonade man. I'll only get lemonade at, like, a kid's lemonade stand. This is my thing. I don't know if you guys ever do this, but I was always that kid that loved to, like, mix drinks together to, like, find the best concoction. Like, 100%. Um, and... Oh, are you the kid who thinks it's good to, like, put every soda in the fountain thing in one yes, cup? Yes, I am. I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, passion. 
I'm also that kid. Yeah, love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. But like, there we've so talked many, about that before. There are so many lemonade combinations that are so good, like lemonade and Sprite, lemonade and Coke, lemonade and root beer, like lemonade and um, um, like Wait, lemonade and root beer. Really? Don't knock it till you try it, man. Two parts lemonade, one part root beer. Um, but, okay. that sounds nasty. Yeah, but we're talking about straight up lemonade versus straight up pink lemonade. Well, I prefer lemonade anyway, straight up. Um, okay, then just like leave it at that. Well, also because <laughs> lemons, lemons aren't pink, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to call you out, but like just leave it at that. Lemons aren't pink, man. Like what? The, <laughs> pink lemonade. Hey, you'll mix it with okay, root beer. <laughs> Yellow lemonade. I want to. I I have some standards, Albright. Okay, I have a few. No, um, regular lemonade is good, but pink lemonade is like a treat. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just not my style. Hey, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm pink lemonade, so pink lemonade's ultimately gonna win this one. But now I want to know, since pink lemonade won, pink lemonade or iced tea? Pink lemonade. Iced tea. If if the iced tea is like is like the half and half like Snapple kind of thing. Than than iced tea, but like straight up iced tea, I feel like I don't think it's very good. I'd I'd pick lemonade over that. Interesting. I would I would go same way because I think yeah, straight up iced tea unsweetened I think is fine. Um, but if I'm going sweetened, then I want it to be like iced tea and lemonade. So yeah, I'll go pink lemonade. Also. Well, the thing is, I feel like iced tea has more options, mood based. You know what I mean? Pink lemonade is kind of pink lemonade, but iced tea could be like peach, raspberry, strawberry. Um, that's that's true. You know, um, and also like 99 cent Arizona tall cans. You can't you can't go you can't do better than that. Come on. I mean, it does kind of depend on the brand of lemonade too, because. Like, if you're getting Minute Maid, that stuff's, like, pretty smooth. But if you're getting stuff like Herbert's, like, that stuff's a little more tart. I will say, I had, um, I didn't know that this was even a thing. Um, but I found it at a gas station last week. Um, Dole brand lemonade. Like, in, a, in, like, a regular, like, bottle. It was so good. It was way better than Minute Maid to me. Dole brand. Interesting. Yeah, I think of pineapples when I think. That's of what I think of too. I was shocked. Yeah. Well, granted, I like really sour, and it was more sour than it made, so that's why I liked it. But I'd probably like that, man. Yeah. Um. All right, I got one more debate for us here. Um. I got. So, with this, you get whatever dip you want. So, like, I'm gonna say tortilla chips against potato chips, and that means that you can have salsa with your tortilla chips. You can have whatever you dip potato chips in, like if you like like an onion dip or if you do like just like a plain whatever. But tortilla chips against potato chips. What do we got? You can't eat Cape Cod potato chips. All dressed potato, potato chips, chips. All the way. Also, so, potato chips and ketchup are so good. I'm not on that boat, but like I still think potato chips are, are so taking good. this one. You know what, Mitch? Don't knock till you try it. That's one of your things, and I'm going to pull it on. All I said was I'm not on that boat. Aubrey? Potato uh, chips. I don't really oh, like wow. tortilla chips. 
See, I think tortilla chips on their own are trash, but I do like salsa and guac, so it's a tough call for me, but I'm going to go potato chips also. If we're throwing it in queso, then I'd, oh my be, God, more in, queso. I'd, I'd be more inclined to pick tortilla, but I feel like the potato chips are just more versatile. Mitch, if you need to rank them next ep, and I'm not going to share my opinions on these right now, but if you need to rank them for next ep, you could go dips, and it could be like salsa, guac, queso, sour cream, like... That, that could be a good rank em. I I'm in. For a I'm in. I'm completely in. Well, uh, that should just about do it for our main segment. Should we go to recommendations? And I think we're doing ice cream for Yes, we are. I got dibs on the one, the only, the greatest place in Vermont, Village Scoop. Shout out to all the Colchester girls who work there. Uh, they They kill it with ice cream. And... There's just not, I mean, no dig on the Broadacres people over there, but it's just not the same. I'm sorry. The, if you're going for hard ice cream, there is no place as good as the Village Scoop. That's for sure. I'm a hard ice cream person. But since that was just the hard ice cream option, I'm going to go for Creamies. Um, and there are two places that I would highly recommend. Well, actually three. We'll go with the triple header and we'll make each one of them quick. Wait, Mitch, Albright wanted this segment. Are you going to steal what Albright wanted to say on this? I have no idea. It's fine. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, I'm blanking. Bowden, you could probably help me out. It's in, it's in Essex. Um, oh, is it Sweet Scoops? It, yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, it's like it's like between Hannaford and Price Chopper. Exactly. In a red building on the right if you're heading towards Price Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty new. It's it's definitely like the last five years. But so like if so, I like really creamy creamies. Um, and theirs are so good. They're so thick and rich. They have a really good maple creamy. Um, I've never been there. I'll have to try. It. It's it's good. If you get it with the maple sprinkles, it's really good. Um, then that I actually I went to Albright. This is in your neck of the woods. Nans, cheap. And interesting flavors, and you can't go wrong with that. Um, like I got a cotton candy strawberry twist, so good. no, so good, so good. If you're out here, Nans is not where I would go. Nans, go to Nans, don't listen to Albright, <laughs> go to Nans, okay. Um, and lastly, I gotta go Dukes up and say, well, I think it's called toby's treats but everyone calls it dukes up in st albans got a hundred flavors of soft serve you can't beat that wow yeah a lot of soft serve that's that's a crazy amount of flavors for soft serve yes 100 flavors of soft yeah what the heck because the hard ice cream there's usually a lot of options but soft serve maximum like four to eight usually if you're really versatile Mm -hmm. 100 that's crazy the average for like soft serves is usually like Chocolate vanilla twist and then like black raspberry maple twist. Yeah. And that's like the most I've seen. That's crazy. All right, all right. I'm into that. I'm into that. And then a strawberry every here every once in a while. Those are those are solid racks, Mitch. Albro, what do you Uh since Mitch did it, I'm gonna go with three two. The kitchen cupboard in Jeffersonville. Best creamy. The uh, Georgia Creamy Sand. I don't know the actual name of it, but is that like, the one? Like... Did, did, did they used to have go karts? Yeah, that's the same one. Maybe it's across from the campground. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, they have the best sprinkle to creamy ratio. Like the sprinkles are on point there. Um, and then there's one I also don't know the name of, but there is a truck in Bristol, Vermont that does like the sugar cone and like has like that kind of additional option that is absolutely excellent. Yeah, that sounds tasty. Wow, three. Three each. Okay, I'll, I'll do three. Okay. Uh, I'll do a Jericho Triumvirate. Um, so <laughs> Big word. First one, Mount, Mountain High Pizza uh, also does ice cream, I think. I haven't been there in probably 12 years, but they had really good creamies when I was growing up, so I assume they still have them. Um, if they don't, sorry, but you can fall back on their pizza. Um, number two, Joe's Snack Bar. I'm sure most people have driven by mm-hmm. it at some point. Uh, Joe's Snack Bar, really good fries. Uh, I would I would say their ice cream is middle of the road, but but more towards good than bad. Uh, but the food's good. So <laughs> that's a terrible um, ice cream recommendation. Wow. <laughs> no, no. So so Joe's is like a really fun place to eat. It's a great atmosphere, and they have really good snack bar food. So like. The the ice cream is above average. Like I, I'm just saying, like if you go to Joe's and it doesn't blow your mind for ice cream, don't blame me because I'm not saying it's life changing ice cream, but it's good ice cream at a great establishment. Um, and then what actually is life changing ice cream is Palmer Lane Maple and Jericho. I mean, it's absolutely life changing if you like a maple creamy. So yeah, Mitch, you've been to Palmer Lane, haven't you? Nope, never have. I've always wanted to though. Someone, maybe CFC has. Someone I was talking to the other day has been there. You had them at, like, didn't you get them to come to your wedding? Yeah, yeah, they had a uh, creamy truck at our wedding. Instead I do remember a, you mentioning that to me. Instead of a wedding cake, yeah. Um, That's a move. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Um, so, AD, you look like kind of inadequate here. You went with one and we each went with three. Do you want to add two last minute? I mean... Well, I would, I would, I was going to also like recommend Dukes and also Seb's is pretty good too. There you go. You got three now. Um, but I know Mitch already tossed out Dukes, but, um, yeah, those are like pretty much the only three places that I'll go usually. And then broad acres once in a while. Hey, everybody, you have 12 ice cream places now that you can go. And I will go, I will go so far as to say this for our listeners. If you go to all 12 of those ice cream places and you take a picture to verify DM our Instagram account with ice cream in front of them, DM our Instagram account, Albright will reimburse you for every ice cream. <laughs> no, Albright will not be doing that. We'll give him a what are the eligibility? Good thing one of mine was in Bristol. <laughs> what, what are the eligibility requirements for this challenge? Um, you can't do it. God. Okay, Mitch. Mitch, I will say this: if you, if you do the challenge, I will buy you two pints of Ben and Jerry's. See, but I'm gonna lose that money in gas to get there. Yeah, yeah you are. Bristol's a haul. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. <laughs> How about if you do it? Bodwin buys you a Vermonster from Ben and Jerry's. Oh wait, you actually might be onto something. Mitch, post COVID, you think me and you and AD and Albright, but pretty much me, you and AD, can take down a Vermonster? 
Oh, yeah, I'm um, not doing that with you guys. I you think know, I'll hire James Hinchy to do my bidding, and he could get the whole thing by himself. Which Who? he did, by the way. James Hinchy. Did, I told you guys about this on the. Oh pod. yeah, yeah, that's right. He took a whole thing down by himself. But Baldwin, I'm in. But we could take it. All right, let's do it. Albright, you're our photographer slash cheerer on. Okay, I'll eat but, my own and watch. All right. But, Wimp. like, Bodwin, you're going to pay. <laughs> no, yeah, that, I'll pay for it. Well, I yeah. was going to say that's They're not like fair. That's bucks. like a $45 investment. That's not, no, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, geez, um, I feel bad. I, I'm offering to help. No, that's fine. Um, don't feel bad. But, hey, everybody, that's going to do it. So go get some ice cream. Enjoy your summer, and we will see you next week. See you guys. Bye, folks. Peace.